Welcome to the Coaching Matters Podcast brought to you by Fundraising University and Brian Kane Peak Performance. Coaching Matters is a nonprofit foundation whose primary purpose is to help coaches, athletes, and activities directors succeed in their programs, schools, and communities. Fundraising University works to help you raise the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least amount of interference to support coaches and activities directors in enhancing the student experience and life skill development that is a critical component of our educational systems. Brian Kane, one of the world's leading mental performance coaches, works to educate, empower, and energize you to be your best through his 10 pillars of mental performance mastery systems. Together, each week, we bring you interviews, question and answer sessions, and group coaching around mastering mental performance, creating elite culture, and developing the leadership skills you need to succeed. And now, this week's Coaching Matters podcast. Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane, host of the Coaching Matters group coaching program sponsored by Fundraising University and super excited to have you here tonight to talk about how to make 2022 the best year ever. You know, and I think if we're making 2002 the 22 the 2022 the best year ever, right, it's going to come down to on one YouTube word and, going to start and that one word is intention. So if you, again, are in our chat, we have posted a link and Zach Sorensen, I know you're with us. If you would copy that um, link and then repost it in our chat so everybody can see that and click on it in case they're joining after that was first posted, you're going to be able to join us here as we go through kind of our presentation, how to make 2022 the greatest year of your coaching career. And when you open up this Google slide, if you click file, make a copy here and copy the entire presentation, you will have this. And then what I would suggest is as we go through on each slide, you just simply make your notes down here on the bottom where it says click to add speaker notes. Okay. So first I want to just thank coaching matters uh, and fundraising university and welcome you all to this group coaching program. First one in 2022, we finished 2021 strong and looking forward to making 2022 even stronger. We got some great feedback that we're going to take and, and try to implement to make these calls better. But first, I just want to take time to say thank you to any current fundraising you coach who's here with us on the call, any administrators joining us on the call today, and want you to know that Fundraising University is the top high school fundraising company in the United States, helping raise over $150 million for programs since its inception in 2009. And again, if you're joining us here on uh, YouTube and you're watching this video there as it's posted or whether it's live or the recording, we're going to post a link to this slideshow here in the notes below that video on YouTube. So you can access those. If you're catching the audio version of this in your car on Spotify or wherever it is, you listen to your podcasts. Again, we will post a link to the YouTube video of this inside of the Spotify show notes so that you have the example that you can come back and follow. So here's what we're going to talk about today as we go into how to make 2022 the best year ever is some very specific strategies, really five strategies that you can take and use. And within those strategies, there'll be a little bit more than five, but really want to focus on your one word focus, your 1% intention, this concept that leaders are readers and give you our coaching matters book reading list for the entire year. 
20 minute audio summaries. We're not going to ask you to read a book every week, but we are going to ask you to turn your automobile into what we call automobile university. That's going to be strategy. Number one, stop listening to sports talk radio. And you're going, man, I'm a coach. That's what I do. I know, but we're going to turn that sports talk radio into growing you as a leader by getting you to go through some of the best coaching books that have ever been written. We're going to go over what I call the four-step goal formula how to create your own MVP process, how to time block your ideal day, how to start measuring and tracking your progress with an app called Habit Share, which in 20 years of doing mental performance coaching is the number one resource and tool that I share with my clients. And I think that's a profound statement uh, that in 20 years of doing this work, this is the number one tool that you want to use as a coach for yourself and your team. Let's be reminded here, coaches, and whether you're a coach or you're a business owner uh, that's on this call, the best investment you can make is into you. And if you want more, you got to become more. Well, how do we become more? Not by accident. We become more by intention. So we're going to be intentional about what we're tracking. And then we're going to be intentional about how we reflect and we refocus like Kobe Bryant on a consistent basis. And then at the end, we'll summarize what are maybe the three most important strategies for you to take and for you to use consistently. So let's get started with number one. And number one strategy that you can take and you can use yourself, you can use in your business with your team of people who you lead, and you can use as a coach is this concept of your one word brand. This concept I picked up from John Gordon in his book, One Word Focus. I call it the one word brand. And if you see here, we have three examples. If we look at the one all the way on the right, this is the Cal State Fullerton baseball team. Every player in the program picks one word that they're going to live intentionally for the year. And you can see there's different size, like the word confidence and relentless is bigger than most of the other words because it was used more than one time. Then you see Notre Dame, the Notre Dame baseball team, right? They have the word confidence, consistency, dominate, habits, finish. All those words are bigger than some of the other ones because they were used more than once by their players. If you look all the way on the left, you're going to see the Fuddruckers logo. Fuddruckers, the world's greatest hamburger. You're going to see all their employees would put their one word focus into their logo. And then what this does is in all their meetings they would have, let's use a baseball program, for example, once a week in a culture meeting, okay, you would have a player stand up and say what their one word brand is for this season and why. And then you could even take it a step further and say, with your one word brand, what do you have to start? What do you have to stop? What do you have to continue to develop that one word? So let's go no further. It can literally be this one word that changes your entire year. Ask yourself, coach, on this call. What's one word that if you would live in 2022, your one word brand, you feel like you would take steps into being the best version of you. Let's go into our chat. And I want you to post in our chat. What's that one word that if you would live, it would give you that chance to become the best version of you. What's that one word for you? Steve Shannon, you mentioned Coach Shannon said finish. Coach, if you would join us, why did you pick finish? And then maybe give us a start, stop, continue as an example here. Why finish, Coach Shannon? Uh, well, for me, finish, finish relates to just everything in life. So there's a lot of times when it's, it's a brand new year, you'll make a new resolution and you carry it out for about five, six weeks, and then it just falls aside. So the, the one word is finish and, um, well, better how, I mean, what you, you, when you're looking at doing something, everything that I do on a daily basis now revolves around that word. So whether I'm doing a task on hand, I'm with my family, I'm working with, with athletes or I'm working with um, other people within our company, uh, that's my focus on a daily basis. 
Awesome. Thank you, Coach Shannon. We got Coach John Woods from Libertyville High School in Illinois. His one word is influence. Coach Woods, uh, talk about the why you picked influence. And if you would, give us a, a start, stop, continue for you with the word influence. Yeah, Brian, thank you. Um, influence, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, start, stop, continue. I need to uh, start making sure or start ensuring that every decision that we make is uh, in the best interest of our kids and our coaches and continue to influence them to strive to become the best that they're capable of becoming. We do that by providing in-house PD for our coaches in hopes that what they learn from um, our professional development opportunities, which includes our bi-weekly meetings with Brian Kane, with our Lunch and Learns, uh, just continuing to provide opportunities uh, to influence our leaders. Um, you said, let's see, stop, start, continue. We need to uh, stop, um, reflect, or stop allowing the past to be predictive of our future mm -hmm. and making sure that as we continue to grow, we leave the past behind, lock the, do lock the door, throw away the key. And then we just need to continue being diligent and serving our kids and influencing them to become the best they're capable of becoming. Fantastic. So we heard from Coach Shannon. We heard from Coach Woods. Thank you guys for sharing. And you can see here their one word brand. They have their one word. What are they going to start? What are they going to stop? What are they going to continue? So how do you use this with your team? That's a piece of feedback that I got coming off of 2021 that I want to be really, really clear with on all of our calls moving forward here in 2022 is being very tip of the spear clear with what do you do, coach? So what you do is you have every player in your program, yourself included and your staff, set their one word brand for the year. You make a graphic maybe with your logo that contains all those one words. And then once a week, you have your, your players or athletes connect with each other to talk about what that one word is. And you have a, a couple of players share, start, stop, continue like we just did with Coach Woods and Coach Shannon. It's a concept I've gotten a lot of, a lot of great feedback from working with the SMU football team. You can see here, they put all their one words inside of the, of the pony for their logo. So that's your first strategy here is your one word brand. And this is a good time for me to just want to thank, uh, you know, fundraising university. And again, you know, th their investment into you and your programs is, you know, I, I want to thank them and their owner, Mike Bahoon is the official sponsor for the coaching matters group coaching program. And if you're on tonight's call, and would like to be entered into a raffle for a free 30 minute one-on-one -on -one coaching session, uh, with me, whether that's with you directly as a coach or your entire program, uh, all you have to do is click on this link here that says briancane.com slash coaching matters free. I'm trying to highlight that and I'm screens jumping. Good. So we're going to say copy link address. I'm going to post it inside of the chat. So this is for free call. Boom. If you just fill out that form, you'll be entered into a raffle, which we'll pick at the end of tonight's call live on this call. So Lindsay, I'm going to ask you if you would to manage that. And um, between you and Jacob, if you guys can pick somebody at the end of the call who wins that free call, and then we'll circle with them offline tonight to get that one-on-one -on -one call scheduled with them or with their team. And we'll draw that tonight. So thanks again for Fundraising University for investing into the education of our coaches. Here's our second strategy. It's called your 1% intention. Now, Kevin Guzzo, who's the athletic director at St. Joseph High School in Michigan, gave me this strategy. And I was, we were talking about getting 1% better. You know, let's get 1% better personally. Let's get 1% better at practice. And I had a football player one time ask me at SMU, actually. He said, Kaner, how do I know if I'm getting 1% better? I said, well, I don't know. I mean, you watched film for two hours a day. So does everyone else. You're at practice for two hours a day. So is everyone else. You lift for four times a week. So does everyone else. I don't know if you're getting 1% better. Let me think about it. 
So I shared that with some coaches on a call and Kevin Guzzo called me off air and he said, Gator, 14 minutes and 24 seconds. That's 1%. And if you invest 14 minutes and 24 seconds of your day, that's going to get you 1% better. Now it's got to be outside of practice. So coaches, here's how we would work this Florida state softball, their head coach, Lonnie Alameda. Now this is the 2018 national champions in 2020. They came one game short against Oklahoma. And what they would do is they would have practice and they would give their kids opportunities for 14 minutes and 24 seconds, right? Before, after practice on their own, what do they want to work on? Now, some days and Blake Utley, a high school coach in, in, um, God, what state is Blake in? Illinois, I think Iowa, he's Iowa. Fantastic. He, uh, he shared this with me. He took that concept. He says, here's what I do in my high school program. He goes, we have a 1% block of our practice plan. In some days, that 1% block, I let the players do whatever they want to do, open-ended. Some will shoot free throws. Some will, some will run in the weight room. Some will work on ball handling, whatever they want to do. Some will, some will lay down and visualize, but they get their own plan, whatever they want to do. He goes, the other way I'll have them do it is I will give them five stations to pick from, and they can do 14, 24 at one station, or they can go around in that, in that 1% block and hit different stations. And then other times I give them individually things I want them to work on. I want you shooting free throws. I want you working on ball handling. I want you working on uh, defensive slides or rebounding or whatever it is. And they come up with their 1% game plan. Now let's go to Florida state. What do they do there? They have a board that's up on the wall inside of their uh, batting cage. It says the 1% better board, every player's name. And they write down the one thing they're doing. That's their 1%. So here's your take and implement as a coach. What can you do for 14 minutes and 24 seconds of your day to make you 1% better this year? Maybe not this year. That might be too long, right? Just like one word brand doesn't have to be for the whole year. It might be for the season. It might be for the first three months of the quarter, right? January, February, March, my 1% intention. And this is the clearest I've ever been with it is I will go in the morning after I wake up and I'll get a foam roll and I'll roll my back and I'll roll the, and I'll, I'll move around basically doing mobility, stretching for 15 minutes, 14 minutes and 24 seconds. And I do it while I'm listening to an optimized book, which we're going to come to. So come up with what's your 1424 that you're going to do on a consistent basis. That's going to allow you to be the best version of you. That if you do this 1424 consistently, it's going to make you the best version of yourself. And you can share with your athletes, what's the 1424 that you want them to do. So if we go into our chat, let's go ahead and, and take a look here. And I want anybody to post, if you would, do you have a 1424? Do you have a 1% game plan? Something that you're currently doing to make you the best version of you. Let's have you go ahead and post that inside of the chat. What's your 1% intention? Again, mine is mobility. I literally get a foam roll, a lacrosse ball, a little Theragun. I'm on the ground for 15 minutes, moving around, trying to get myself better able to move. So what's your 1% intention? Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's time with a loved one on no phone. Maybe it's planning your next day's practice. Maybe it's watching 15 minutes of Tom Brady, man in the arena. What is the thing that you do consistently that's going to allow you to become that best version of you? Looking for someone. So we got Kevin Grammons coming into writing. Coach Mahler coming in with reading. Russ Waterman, 1% game plan. Let's go to Russ Waterman. Coach Waterman uh, out of Wenatchee, Washington, 1% game plan. Coach Waterman at Eastmont High School, talk to us. What, what's your 1% game plan? What are you doing there? 
Well, coach, I try to I try to maximize same thing you're doing with your stretching. So while I'm stretching, getting warmed up, or I'm doing my five minute walk warm up before I hit the treadmill, I try to get uh, you know Dr. Gilbert's Success Hotline in. I try to get your podcast in. I try to get Zach Sorensen's podcast in. Jason Swa's podcast in. So I'm setting my mind before I even go on the treadmill very well to get my intention and ready to go, not only for a physical aspect, but then those ideas I'd bring over when I start doing my daily plan. You know, what can I bring out to our athletes? What can I bring out to our coaches coming from that? So that's my daily thing that I try to do. Awesome. Thanks, Coach Waterman. Appreciate it. Let's go to Coach Sato, Bingham High School in Utah. I talked about for 1%, Coach Sato, evaluating daily training better so you can make more individualized improvement plans for players. Could you kind of talk about how you invest that as 1% of your day? Well, we're going to try to uh, take a look at what we did in, in practice and training and evaluate the whole total thing, but also just look at individual players, uh, parts of their games, whether it be their hitting, whether it be de their defense, pitching, whatever it might be to see if we can help them uh, design a plan or design the next day's practice so that they can get a little bit better. Beautiful. So kind of taking that time every day to reflect on practice. So that's your 1% and just talking about whether you may build it into your practice plan as a block, 1% better block. Maybe it's something that you do before or after practice. Maybe it's something you ask your athletes to do on their own back home. I know the Yale lacrosse program, who's been really good, won a national championship in 2018, lost in the finals in 19. One of the things that their coach, Andy Shea, shares with their team is he wants 1% wall ball every day. And you'd think that one of the top lacrosse teams in the country, why do those guys have to play wall ball and work on their stick skills every day? Because how you do how you, brilliant with the basics makes you better, right? We want to be brilliant with the basics, relentless with our fundamental execution in the sport of lacrosse. If you can't, if you don't have good ball handling skills, it's going to be really difficult to be successful. So that's something that they, uh, they work on a lot is that 1424 of wall ball. Let's talk for a minute about the fundraising university ambassador program. And once again, I'd like to recognize fundraising university and our owner, Mike Bahoon is the official sponsor for the coaching matters group coaching podcast and current coaches. If you'd like to be a coaching matters ambassador coach in your state and personally earn an extra five to $20,000 part-time, just contact Mike with an email mbahoon at fundraisingu.net to inquire about our new ambassador coach program. It's something that I'm participating in, something that we have a lot of coaches on this call that are going to participate in. It's just a great way uh, to help coaches raise the funds that they need so they can, they can do more with their program to enhance the educational athletic experience. Speaking about enhancing the educational athletic experience takes us to step number three, leaders are readers. And one of my favorite apps that I've gifted for years is called Optimize. And if you click on optimize.me slash cane, or if you just type this into your browser, that's going to take you to the Optimize app. And Optimize with Brian Johnson is a series of audio book summaries. So let's say I want to go through the book. Oh, let me actually go back to my presentation and show you here. So let's say we are in and we're looking at this reading schedule. So if I click on this reading schedule, it's going to show you all the books that we want to go through in the Coaching Matters program this year. So the week of January 3rd, you would listen to the book Tiny Habits. Use this with your program. If nothing else, use it with your coaching staff. Remember, leaders are readers. I'm going to post in our chat here this so you have this as well. Atomic Habits we did last week. This week we're doing the compound effect. Now the compound effect 
okay, is a book that I'm doing a book study on right now with the Texas A&M baseball program and their head coach, Jim Schlossnagel. We take one chapter a week. We do a Zoom call, which we'll do tonight at nine o'clock, and we'll break down that chapter. We assign a chapter to a player. They talk about it. Now, instead of doing the entire book, because I know we you know we, budgets and things and kids having time to read entire books, it can be difficult. That's why we use Optimize. So let's say I want to find the book, The Compound Effect. Well, what I do is I come in here to Philosopher's Notes or the Optimize app, and I click on PNs. When I click on PNs, which stands for Philosopher's Notes, which is like Spark Notes, I click on this magnifying glass. I'm going to type in The Compound Effect. And then I'm going to search for the compound effect. And then the book pops up. So I come down here, I click on the cover, the compound effect. And then that takes me to here. So it shows the big ideas. If you understand these ideas, you understand 80% of what's in the book. So I can download the PDF. And I can get it in form like this, where I can print this for my athletes if I wanted to. And hey, here's the big ideas. Anything that's in gold is a direct quote from the book. Anything in white is the everyday common sense interpretation. Here's the, here's the big ideas from the book. But the benefit for you is you listen to it. He reads it to you. You're listening to the Philosopher's Note on the compound effect. Boom. So every morning this week when I'm doing my mobility, I'm listening to the compound effect. Now, this is through the web browser. You can get the app and it works even more seamlessly. So here's our reading list for the year. And on these calls, right? So our next call is in two weeks. So on that two weeks, we're going we're gonna to want to break down not many habits because uh, we're, our calls are on Monday and you know, we, we don't want to, want to give you more than just one day to go through the book, but we would break down the compound effect in the slight edge on our next call. So on this call, we would break down tiny habits and atomic habits. And I think the biggest thing from those two books is this idea, okay, of being intentional with triggers. If I was to oversimplify, any behavior that you want to do consistently must be predicated by a trigger. There must be a trigger before the behavior. So... For example, a trigger for me is in the morning, I do the mobility. The trigger for doing mobility is I turn on the Optimize app. A trigger might be you get in the car, or you drive to the, to the school in the morning, or you drive to practice, you listen to mental performance daily. A trigger might be at the end of practice. Uh, we have a team little meeting to talk about how practice went, what we're doing tomorrow. And that's the trigger for me to ask my players, hey, what's your one word focus? So all behavior starts with a trigger. So if you want to get yourself to do something consistently, whether it's meditation, whether it's getting organized, whether it's uh, reading, set a trigger. If you want to stop a behavior, make the trigger really difficult. And that's what you'll pick up out of those two books. So again, those are in the Optimize app. Here's the reading schedule. And remember that leaders are readers. So I'm going to go into the chat here and I'm going to post optimize app because I don't have a lot of new people on tonight's call, which is exciting. And there's a link to get the optimize app for free. And then I'm going to put in the book list or the reading schedule. And there that is. Boom. So inside of our chat on zoom again, we will post these in the show notes on the podcast, Spotify, or the, the podcast on Spotify. We'll post these in the show notes on the YouTube video. If you happen to be catching the recording, that's where you can find these. That's our third 
strategy for today, one word focus, 1% intention, and leaders are readers. Again, uh, we want to sponsor some one-on-one coaching with each of our Coaching Matters calls to give me an opportunity to work directly with you and your team or you or your team. And again, want to thank Fundraising University and owner Mike Bahoon as the official sponsor for the Coaching Matters Group Coaching Podcast and Program. So if you're on tonight's call and want to be entered into the raffle for a free 30-minute one-on-one coaching session, uh, you're just going to take this link here and we're going to put that inside of the chat. Just fill out that form and we will select a free coaching candidate this evening. So Lindsay and Jacob, please be uh, monitoring that and we'll pick our winner tonight. All right, next thing we're going to focus on to make 2022 the best year ever. We've already got our one word brand and we're going to start, stop, continue on that consistently. I'd say once a week, we've got our 1% intention. What am I going to do 1% of every day to get myself to be the best version of myself? And if you're not currently exercising, go no further exercise for 14, 24 a day. If that starts with walking, start with walking, meet yourself where you're at. No competition. I'm sorry, no comparison, just competition to be better than yesterday. Better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. Compete with yourself. No comparison. You play the comparison game, you lose every time. Play the competition game with you to be the best version of you. Part of that is being a reader. You don't have to read the book, listen to the cliff notes, just do it while you're walking. Boom. Now you're stacking triggers. Optimize book while I walk 20 minutes a day and I reflect on my one word focus. Now you're tying in our first three strategies to make you the best coach you can be. This is going to get a little complex. And I'm going to try to make it as simple as I can, stealing a word from my mentor, Ken Revisa, called simplex. Simple and complex at the same time. It's the four-step goal formula. It's a strategy I talk about Every time I speak with a group, it's a strategy that's in my 30-day athletes program. It's in my MPM certification. If you're going to set a goal for 2022, call it a New Year's resolution, call it a goal, the only way it's going to come true is if you follow this process, setting your intention, scheduling it, measuring it, reflecting and refocusing. So let's start with talking about your intentions in your MVP process. Now, I'm going to take this form here. And I'm going to post this form inside of our chat. MVP process, link coming, boom. Okay. So inside of our chat, I posted this this MVP process form. Now, MVP stands for Mission, Vision, Principles. And if you're a coach, okay, so let's start with you and then bring this to your team. If, If you get nothing else out of our time together this entire year, I want you to create an MVP process for yourself so you can be on a mission, you can have a clear vision and a set of principles that drive your behavior. So start with what's your life mission? What would you want, say, inscribed on your gravestone? That's your mission. Big picture, philosophical, why are you here? Your vision for your life. What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish? So state championship becoming a college coach, making a million dollars a year, whatever it is, those are life visions. And those life visions, why you would want to accomplish those is to then hopefully live your life mission. So mission is really big picture, gravestone. Life vision is telescope. Where am I going in the future? Then our quarterly vision, we have two, personal and professional. In the quarterly vision, that's the microscope. So we have two categories for, for quarterly, which is our first three months of 2022. Let's not worry about all of 2022. Let's just dominate the first 90 days, 
right? If we hit these first 90 days on fire, the rest of the year is going to take care of itself. Here's my personal vision. Here's my professional vision. Your categories here will look different. What are the categories that you have personally? So maybe, maybe you're married and you have for your spouse here, husband or wife, what are your goals you want to share? What are the things you want to do? Maybe you have a child. Maybe you want to do a date night once a week. Maybe you're someone in your family you want to talk to. Maybe there's some friends that you want to visit. Anything that you have from a financial goal standpoint. What about your physical? What about education? Anything that you want to do on a consistent basis in this quarter, you put it down on your personal vision. Now, from a quarterly standpoint, for professional, what are the professional categories you have? Maybe you're a coach and you're a teacher and you participate in a local charity. You would adjust these categories based off of, of what the buckets are for you inside of your professional life. And what we would do is if you want to add more, you just highlight it and then say, insert row below, and you would just add another category. So what this does for you is this allows you to have a clear set of goals or call it a vision, personal and professional. Then what we're going to identify, and you'll see me use three apples, right? The three apples, if you see me those on, on social media or posts, stand for my core principles. Now, the core principles of Fundraising University, CEO Street, competitive, empathetic, organized, self-starter, teachable. The core principles of TCU baseball, selfless, energy, and excellence, right? So we want to live out of principle, not preference. So as a coach in your program, if you don't have a set of core principles that drive the behaviors in your program, let's do that. That'll be another one of our calls where we talk about building a culture. How do I create a culture and a program that's based off of principle, not preference? What are the principles that drive my behavior? And for, for me personally, I use the word apple. I want to be accountable. I want to focus on the process. I want to be present. I want to be loving. And I want to be an energy giver. And the reason why I have three green apples is green means go. And the three apples stand for the three E's of educate, empower, and energize. So every time I see those three apples, it reminds me to educate, empower, energize, live my mission, and to do it with accountability, a process, being present, being loving, and giving great energy. Then on the bottom, we already talked about, it's my one-word brand. I will put that down there. My, my one-word brand uh, this is not mine. This is an old one. So this, it, when it was offense, it was being intentional with my time and what I say yes and what I say no to. My one word brand right now is, is strategic, right? What's my 1% intention, soft tissue in the morning? Then how do you define success for yourself? So if you're new to coaching matters and you're new to, to what we do here with mental performance, you may feel like you're drinking from a fire hydrant right now. Perfect. Take a deep breath. Stay with us. Some of you have been through here and you've done these MVP processes. I try to update my MVP process every quarter. And when you do this for yourself as a coach, what it does is it gives you an opportunity to really ask myself, am I living in alignment with who I want to be and what I want to accomplish? So I want to ask you as somebody who's with us here on the call, what are the, and again, when you come to this form, if you click file, make a copy, right? For all of our Google forms, file, make a copy, make a copy, you own it yourself. That way you can take it, you can edit it, you can tweak it, you can make it whatever you want. This is non-editable. You should not be able to edit this one. But if you click file, make a copy, you own it. So for the people on the call that have created an MVP process, what has it done for you? Please post in our chat. When you make that MVP process, what does it do for you? 
what's it, what is it, what is it helps you to accomplish? And, you know, I want to bring in uh, Mike Bahoon. Are you with us? I think you might have a, a, a Michigan baseball function, but Mike, are you with us right now? I think he was able to maybe make it tonight. Yeah, I'm here. Perfect. I'm here, Brian. Mike, Mike, yeah. uh, talk, talk to us about, you know, as, as a coach, you're a coach at Michigan, you're the CEO of fundraising university and you're and you, you have an MVP process for yourself. What has the MVP process done for you as a leader? Well, it just provides clarity. You know, you could say, well, I want to win a championship or I, or I want to establish the fundamentals in our reps to give the best to the coaches. And we, we see that all the time, right? Like I was just at baseball clinics, the Kansas and the Missouri one, and coaches would make statements and obviously they're, they're well intended. Like, well, we have to have culture and we have to play hard, but why, how, when, where, what, how often, right? So, you know, you, you put those uh, things at the top of the MVP process. Like we want fundraising university to be servants for our coaches and, and we want to behave that way. And we want to come off that way. Well, how do you like this to make yourself better and spreading that energy. Well, you have to define it because it's too easy to just make a statement and not have to be accountable. But when you have to behave that way, hourly and daily and weekly, then your goals are clear and they're present. And they're not these things where, you know, we put something on a board and then we can always procrastinate around those. When you have an MVP process, it's active and clear and engaging for everybody. Let's go to Coach Sato. Just posted in here that Coach, and it looks like you haven't created one for yourself, but you created one of these for your baseball team there at Bingham High School in Utah. What, what you said it helps our players know what it looks like. Talk a little bit more about that, if you would. Well, we've always, um, you know, you always talk to your players. You know, hey, you want to hustle or you want to do this, you want to do that. But then, and you state that, but then they're not really clear all the time as to what it, what they're, what it means, what it, what does it look like. So, we created one that was kind of formulated after one of our sessions that we had and I think it was coach Torino of the LSU has her MVP process tigers and things of like that. So we created one with our core principles. And then on the other side of it, it says, what do these things look like um, in the classroom? What does it look like on the baseball field? What does it look like in the community? And we took those principles and, uh, and stated and had the, had the players come up with their ideas about, okay, here's, what does it look like if you, if we're going to be, you know, uh, a team that, you know, works hard on the field or a team that hustles on the field or a team that's relentless on the field. And so, yeah, what you're bringing up, we took ours like that and, um, and put it together. And then actually it's two-sided and I can, I, I don't know if I can share my screen. I kind of, I have it yeah. uh, on the back yeah, of mine. I don't know. Let me see if I can figure this out. Um, okay. Let's see. Okay, so I don't know if you can see. Oh that. yeah, we can see it. Brilliant! Look at that. Just take it. I love it. Keep going. So there's our vision statement. There's our mission. Here's our core principles, and that. And then within those things, then on the back, you know, what does it look like? And we kind of also borrowed a little bit of Urban Meyer's above the line, below the line behaviors, mm -hmm. and said if it's above the line, what does it look like? If it's below the line. Here's what it does. Okay, and we did that for. So now our our players. Um, are pretty clear. And we, we uh, put that together like the first or second week of school. And then we went through the fall program and about at the end of October, we went over it again and we said, okay, what do we need to adapt? What do we need to change? What, uh, what things do we need to change? Can we add things? Can we take things away? And uh, so we did at the end of the fall program, we're now getting into our, you know, preseason training stuff. 
and we'll probably try to reevaluate it again just prior to the season, us having tryouts, and then we'll go back over it again only uh, have our team selection and bring the new players in. Brilliant. Love that. So you can see that Coach Sato, and we're going to talk about this on another future Coaching Matters call where we kind of walk through the steps of how do I create that MVP process like you saw from Coach Sato for his high school baseball program or this example that I took from LSU softball. How do we create this in our program? We're going to talk about that on another call when we get into culture, but it's the same concept, right? But like I would say, start with you. Because when you understand it as a coach, it's going to be that much easier to bring it into your program. And, you know, I want to go to, um, go to Tom Metis and, and Tom is a, a former wrestling football coach and he's the athletic director at Glenbrook South house high school and up near Chicago. And Tom, you, you talked about, uh, create a, it creates clarity and alignment. Does it match your behavior and goals? Would you talk about how you used MVP process at your school as an athletic director? Tom Metis, are you with us? You got me, Brian? Yep, we got you now, yep. All right, sounds good. So when we created the MVP process at Glenbrook South High School, um, really what it did for me is allow me to create clarity with the behaviors that I wanted my coaches to have and a way to have some accountability as well. So when they're looking at what they're doing, what their behaviors are, do they match what we believe in as an athletic department? And I say it all the time. And I usually end it all my emails with is your behavior matching your goals? Hmm. Love that. And speaking about behavior matching goals, that brings us back to our presentation and that takes us to step two, right? So step one is what's the behavior I want to have? What's my intention Step two is when am I going to do it? Now, this gets a little technical, but again, this is why you're here. You're here because you want to be challenged. You're here because you want to be supported. And I think my goal with coaching matters and talking with Mike is we want to provide three things for you as a coach on these calls. We want you coming off with better mindset, better strategy, and more support. That's the goal. If we can help you create an elite mindset, give you strategies like we're talking about tonight with 1% better, your one, your one uh, word brand with going through optimize, making an MVP process, the four-step goal formula. If we can help you with mindset strategy and provide support for you and your program, everybody wins. So scheduling those behaviors, as Coach Mita said, I want to have behaviors that, that does this align with who I want to be? Well, show me your calendar. And show me when you're going to do that behavior. Now, this can be an extreme example here uh, uh, of my calendar, but this is an example of like what a block calendar looks like. So the gray is sleep. The blue is workout. The dark gray is travel. The red is a team consulting. The purple is a deep work block. The light green are calls. Blue is a PM routine. So you can see what I've got going on throughout the day. Another example of this would be what does an ideal day look like? So here's an example. And, you know, I think everyone's at a different place with this. And, and if you're just getting started, start with bigger blocks. The more advanced you get with ideal day scheduling, it can be brought into tighter blocks. This is a, this is a uh, athletic director. And this was what his day would look like. I just put my name on there, but it's not mine. So here's his ideal day. This is what it looks like. And then if we look down here, you can see, in more detail, what this day looks like. And this is the heavy fundraising time of year for this administrator. But the problem is, if you don't know what your ideal day looks like, 
and you don't know when you're going to schedule during your day, what you have put in your MVP process, they're probably not going to get done. The third step is to measure it, gamify, make a scoreboard for yourself. And this is the statement that I've said in 20 years of doing mental performance coaching, this is the number one needle mover for me and the clients I work with. It's an app called Habit Share. And what it does is it allows you to track the things that you're doing consistently, tracking your habits. So get the app Habit Share, it's free, and use it with your team. And when you go into the app, you'll see there's a little button on the bottom that says friends, and you can add, add friends, add your assistant coaches, add the players in your program. They all have the app. And then there's a QR code function in there. You'll see it under settings and they just scan each other. And now you have your entire team inside of this app where you can create a process that they can see. So we have Zach Sorensen, who's on here this tonight's call. And Zach is a major league baseball mental performance coach with the Atlanta Braves. Just won a world series. He played major league baseball himself. He's a father of four who uh, three of his kids are in high school. So Zach has a really unique experience having been an athlete at the highest level, now a coach at the highest level and having active uh, daughters that are in high school and athletics. Zach, are you with us? Yes, I'm here, Brian. To talk about habit share and how you use this, you know, for yourself, with your own kids and with the athletes that you coach to basically go from saying, trust the process, which every coach will say to saying, no, show me the process that you trust. Major shift in mindset, not trust the process. Show me the process you trust and how you use habit share to do that. Yeah, I think that's something that gets thrown around so much, especially in professional baseball. It's, you know, we all say, trust the process. And then our next question is, is, okay, what's your process? And then the room gets quiet. Okay. What habit share has done for us is say, Hey, let's get stuff down on, let's get stuff down on paper. Let's get it on the app. And, and the accountability part of that is great because I know whenever Brian Kane is, is going through his morning routine and I know he's been successful accomplishing it. Right. Why? Because I get a little message on my phone. Now I don't look at that message every single day, but once a week I jump on there and see if there's anything that he says he was going to do that he is not doing. I'll shoot him a text. I'm like, dude, you okay? Told me you were going to, uh, you know, take, take the bear out on a, on a date this, and you haven't done it for three weeks. Let's go. <clears throat> so it's built in accountability. What's interesting to me is I look at my own habit share app. I've got probably, you know, 20 to 22 items on there every single day that I want to accomplish. I'm scheduling championships. I'm scheduling victory because if I accomplish the things that are on my habit share app, I will have a good day. All right. That is my process. When I look at it, what's interesting is all of the events in my Habit Share app that I have attached a trigger to, they get done every single day. Mm. The ones that I don't attach a trigger to sometimes get done. Okay, so going back, to, we talked about the habit cycle, and I know you're hitting that in your book reads, but if you can attach a trigger to some of your events, they will get done every single day. You're going to go out and you're going to crush your morning. You're going to go win your day. You're going to crush your evening. And when you can stack wins and stack victories, not only does it make you feel good, okay, but it, it, it builds up your confidence. And I know that you've had great success with that with Corbin Burns. Yeah, well, and confidence, I think, ultimately comes from two places, right? Thanks, Zach, for being with us. Confidence is going to come from preparation. And it's going to come from production, knowing I can do it because I've done it before. I can do it again. So we want to feed that confidence from every time they go in and fill out habit share and they check the box green on the app, like here, right? If I do it, I check it green. If I didn't do it, I check it red. Uh, if I didn't need to, I would check it gray. This gives you clarity of process. So no longer are we saying, trust the process. We're saying, show me the process that you trust. And because they have a process that makes all the difference.
So your MVP process is what are the things I want to do? Calendar, when am I going to schedule when I do it? Habit share, did I actually do it? Scoreboard, compete, awareness, measure it. See, what habit share does is it increases your awareness. And awareness is the first step to growth. So if I want to grow into this person, my one word, if I want to grow into being more strategic, I have to have the word strategic in front of me like it's on this whiteboard behind me that I see that says, that's my one word. Am I being strategic right now? So you have that one word, you have your 1% intention, you're listening to the optimized books to continue to feed yourself in automobile university instead of getting sports talk radio. Let's get some knowledge that you can help to maybe someday you be on the sports talk radio show because you're winning so many games. Then let's create this four-step goal formula where I got my MVP. What's my mission? What's, what do I want my gravestone? What's my vision? What do I want to accomplish long-term telescope? What do I want to accomplish short-term microscope? What are my core principles? When am I going to do this? I have my ideal day because if I don't script my ideal day, it's hard to have one. One of the characteristics of the most successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, head coaches, people I've been around that have succeeded is they're really organized with their time. They're not going, oh, I'll do it when I feel like it. They go, no, I'm going to do it here, seven o'clock on Thursday, I'll do that. And they, they play offense, not defense. And the last thing they do, step four, we've already heard this today from Coach Steve Shannon. We heard this today from Coach Russ Waterman, from John Woods, when we talked about their start, stop, continue, is they reflect and they refocus. So reflect and refocus typically happens in two, two ways. One, start, stop, continue. You, have, you, you play three basketball games in a week. You have a Monday team meeting. Okay, what do we need to start? What do we need to stop? What do we need to continue based off of what we learned? And then you can go through and do what's called a well, better how. What did we do well? What do we want to do better? How are we going to do it? Now, part of my weekly routine is I have a well, better how journal. So I made a sample for you. I'm going to post this inside of the chat, giving you lots of take-homes tonight. Well, better. How? We don't want to say, hey, have a process and not give you one. We want to give you a process on coaching matters because we want to see you have success. And we know that if you're going to be successful, you got to have a process. So here's a weekly well, better how reflection. It's a journal that I do on Sunday. I have my clients do on Sunday and they write down personally, right? As I look at my Google calendar on Sunday, as I look at my habit share, as I look at my MVP process, I take 15 minutes and I go, man, what I do well this week. I made my bed, I listened to Mental Performance Daily, and I drank water every day. What do I want to get? What, what did I do well? I did my meditation. What do I want to get better with? Man, I got to sweat and stretch every day. I got to get up at five o'clock and I got to, I got to manage the alcohol consumption, right? This is what this person wrote down. I took an example today from, from one of my clients. What's my how? I'm going to start the evening routine at 7 30. If we, our kids don't have sports, there's no work events. I'm going to leave my workout clothes next to the bed. What's my family goal? What I do well, what do I want to do better? How am I going to do it? What about my team? Well, better how? So let's do this. Let's role play. You have this example here. Just go file, make a copy, copy this for yourself. If you want to use this as a template, but let's role play. Let's go into the chat. Into the chat, I want you to post if you would. Let's just go personal. Well, better how? What are you doing? Well, better how? And everybody go ahead and reflect here. I'll spin some music while you're posting inside of our chat. Well, better how? What are you doing well right now? What do you want to do better? How are you going to do it? Let's just go ahead and make a little post there. And when we'll do it, we'll bring in a little thunderstruck because I know that gets everybody fired up. And if you're not getting fired up, you're probably getting fired. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, we got some Well Better House coming in. I put down well my AM routine. Better shut down work and put phone down and engage family more before bed. How? Put down the phone at 8 p.m. Don't schedule any calls. Here we go. Coming in. We got a Well Better How. Uh, let's go to let's go to Nate. Nate, well with the Bible study. Better going to bed at a reasonable time. How? Put phone down at an earlier time. Nate, could you join us? Yes, sir. I'm here. Fantastic. Nate, thanks for being here. So Nate, one thing, one thing with this, that becomes key. Okay. And this is coaching matters. So you're going to get some coaching. Here we go. One of the things with coaching matters and talking about this is we want to be specific, not general. So go to bed at a reasonable time. Nate, what's reasonable. I don't know. It depends on the day. It depends what I'm doing. Am I in mm -hmm. Vegas or my home? Where am I at? What's reasonable? So what's reasonable for you? Give me, give me a go to bed time. What's a specific time that you feel like consistently I can hit this at uh, 10 PM every night. Boom. Okay. Reasonable time. Perfect. What time's the phone got to go down then? If you're going to get in the rack at 10, if you're going to domino that 930, boom. So phone down at 930 lights out at 10 o'clock. Boom. There you go. If you do that, you'll wake up early and you'll be able to get after the day. Perfect. Yes, sir. So make it a little bit more specific. Love that. Let's go down here. Let's go to uh, Jeff. Jeff is with us. Well, fitness, better communicating how better planning. Jeff, if you would, could you join us and unpack that for us? Uh, yeah, I, I think from uh, a good standpoint, I, as you well know, I do make the time to work out. So I'm, I'm going to continue to do that. Well, uh, communicate is because I'm a new franchise owner. I'm learning everything. So as I anticipate good and bad things, I need to be able to communicate to the people I'm working with so that they uh, develop the trust with me. Um, uh, and then shoot, I forgot what I put for the planning. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. Better, better planning. You know, I, uh, the, uh, planning part of everything is, is so critical. And I have decided that each day as I go through the day, I'm going to try to uh, do planning off my phone so I, I can keep ahead because there's not enough time uh, on Fridays. We have too many little scheduled events, so there's not enough time for planning on Friday. So I want to do it as the week goes on so I can uh, keep ahead because when oh, yeah. I keep ahead, I'm obviously more productive. Beautiful. So doing a little, a lot, keeping it, staying ahead of the game, identify your well, better how we just did it now. Just be consistent with it. So here's what you would do is you would go into your habit chair and you put down well, better how one time a week. And then you go into your Google calendar and you put into your either AM or maybe PM routine on Sunday or Monday, you put in well, better how reflection so that you have those triggers there to remind you of doing the well, better how, or doing a start, stop, continue reflection. And that's the four-step goal formula. Set your intention, schedule it with your calendar, know what your ideal day looks like so you can have one, reverse engineer it in the habit chair, and let's reflect. And that is a reminder for us to let you know that if you want to join the team of fundraising university, we're always looking for individuals who are competitive, self-starters, empathetic, organized, and teachable. We want to partner with you. Those are the core principles, competitive, self-starter, empathetic, organized, and teachable. So current coaches, if you're on the call tonight and you're interested in joining the team, contact Mike Bahoon here. You'll see his email address, mbahoon at fundraisingu.net. And inquire about assistant coach or area rep positions open within fundraising university 
or click on this link here to, to find out more about becoming a franchise owner in Fundraising University. Love to have you with us. Lindsay, if you would, maybe you could post those two links here inside of our chat. Actually, I think I can do it. Never mind. Copy link address. We're going to go in the chat here. If you're interested in being a uh, franchise owner, post that link here. And then if you got an email, uh, if you want to contact Mike, if you have questions, if you're a current coach, just go ahead and put, uh, you can email Mike directly and Lindsay or Jacob, if you could post that email address in there for some reason, I'm not able to copy that link. All right. So what are we going to do moving forward? How are we going to win 2022? Well, the way we're going to win 2022 and make it the greatest year ever. Let's summarize today what we talked about. Your one word focus. What is it? How are you going to use that in your program? Your 1% intention. What is it for you? How are you going to do it daily? What's the trigger to get you to do your 1% intention? Leaders are readers. Get the Optimize app. It's free. Share it with your athletes. Hit that book list. We're all going to be, everyone on this call, right? We're all going to be reading the same book of the week. Gives us a great opportunity to connect with each other. Implement your four-step goal formula. Have your MVP process. Start time blocking your day. Track it with habit share and reflect like Kobe Bryant would talk about, hey, whether you win or you lose, the process is the same. Ask yourself, what am I doing well? What do I want to do better? How am I going to do it? Or go through your start, stop, continue. So what are your three most important daily tasks? What are the three takeaways for you to win in 2022? Here's what we want to do. Okay, I've never done this before on a coaching matters call. We're going to do it tonight because it's 2022 and we're going to get it. I'm going to put you into a breakout room with one other person. When you're in that breakout room with that about another person, I want you to discuss what's the number one thing you took off of tonight's call. And I want you to share your email so that you two can share with each other on habit share and on habit share, you become accountability partners. And part of what you do every day is you look at that person's habit share, like Zach Sorensen said, who look at mine and say, Hey, I'm taking your wife on a date night, three weeks, man, let's go get on it. And I appreciate that. That makes me know people are looking at my habit share. That's a positive pressure for me to do more, to be more intentional. So breakout rooms, share your email with each other. What's the one thing you took off of tonight's call? We'll give you about three minutes. So share those emails right away. And then you can add your habit share after. And we're going to be right back here in a moment. All right, as everybody's coming back here, we will wrap up tonight's call. So if we go into the chat, maybe if you would just post what's the number one thing you took out of tonight's call. And I know you were in our breakout room and sharing with each other kind of what you wanted to uh, take away from tonight. I know we had some breakout rooms and nobody in there. You're in there by yourself. Good. What's that mean? You are self-selected as somebody who is highly accountable. You are your own accountability partner. Dominate the day. Let's go to Mike. Mike, I see you with us. See you with us. Mike Mangus. Mike, what was the number one takeaway from tonight for you, sir? You talked about creating triggers. What do you got? What's up, Brian? Yeah, so uh, creating triggers, I guess, over the last couple months. Um, I've been into uh, habit shares since I was introduced to you um, and being better about being more intentional throughout my day. But I think the one thing that's making me not being as effective as I can is I haven't set triggers for those. So there's days I'm great and then there's days I'm not. And I think uh, creating triggers will allow me to do so. So going back to optimize, which is one of my things I've been doing, I'm going to go with tiny habits and start there tomorrow. Nice. Um, see if I can make myself better. Awesome. We can go to Lauren. Lauren, talking about scripting your day. What's that going to look like for you? Thanks for being with us, Lauren. Hi. So I do a lot of, I have a lot of routines, good habits, rituals, but 
I don't have, I don't think I'm as efficient as I can be. So I'm going to start scripting my day and making some blocks, you know, from AM to PM and see if I can maybe do more, be more efficient at it. Maybe add some things in if I'm more uh, on top of my time. Awesome. And Mason Drury, bring it home for us. Talked about creating triggers. What are those going to look like for you, Mason? Yeah, creating triggers. uh, I think it's just a way to remain accountable. Uh, Stay on top of yourself, whether that's working out in the morning, that just sort of sets your tone for the day. Um, That's what it looks like for me. Um, And, you know, I think just setting setting, uh, goals for yourself and always triggers will uh, do that for benefit for you. Awesome. Love that. Thanks for being with us, Mason. And last thing I'll share with everybody here is, you know, we have, I have a daily podcast. It's called mental performance daily. It's two to three minutes a day. It can be an easy party or 1424. You can post that here inside of our chat. Zach Sorensen has a uh, podcast called the hard 90. We're going to post a link to that here as well. Especially if you're a baseball fan, it's baseball specific. And then we have the coaching matters podcast. In case you're joining us here for the first time and wanted to get caught up on some of our previous episodes, we'll post that link here as well. And again, if you find this inside of our coaching matters on Spotify, find it on YouTube, you'll find all these resources that we listed in the chat in our function there. Hey, our next call on coaching matters. Want to make sure you join us. It's going to be a going to be a fun one. Uh, Our next call is going to be with our CEO and fearless leader, Mike Bahoon. It's going to be Monday, January 31st. And Mike, again, is the CEO of Fundraising University. He's an assistant coach at the University of Michigan. He's going to be talking about the development of leadership skills. So coaches, sometimes we do these calls, we bring in a college coach or a high school coach, and they can talk about practice planning. They can talk about building a culture in your program. One of our commitments this year, based off of the feedback from 2021, was that the coaches on the calls really, really liked the leadership, the business development, the mindset, the culture, the things you could take and use, whether you were a coach or an entrepreneur or a business owner, and how you can take these and become the best version of you. Because remember, the best investment that you can make is an investment in two you. So thanks for being with us. So I know we're out of time. I want to be respectful of your time. We'll make sure that when we pick the winner of the free one-on-one coaching session, uh, that we circle back with you, uh, by, by email or phone call in the next 24 hours to let you know that you won so we can get that scheduled and we'll see you next week. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Let's dream big. Let's raise more. Let's dominate the day. Thanks for being here. See ya. Thanks for checking out this week's coaching matters podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a subscribe and a review. Also, be sure to engage with us on social media here in the notes for the show. And remember, dream big, raise more, and coaching matters.